Hey everyone, how you doing? It's Peter here and it's time for the PDG Advertising Podcast, episode 57. And today is the 2nd of September, 2019. And for all our American and Canadian listeners, it is Labor Day. So I hope you're having a nice time. I don't know what people do on Labor Day. I know that you're off work because um, my uh, email inbox hasn't been bombarded today by uh, people either trying to sell me stuff or our lovely American customers um, wanting things done. So you obviously aren't doing much work, but that's fair enough. Um, and then in South Africa as well, customers over there too, and they're off on um, holiday as well today, which is pretty cool. Um, found out that I think people go to, well, if you can, I guess, um, on a what we call a bank holiday here. I'm sure it's called a bank holiday all over the world, but um, people in South Africa who aren't in Cape Town go to Cape Town, if you can, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be one of the people that's jetting off to Cape Town um, if I was in uh, in South Africa. I'm sure I. I'm sure it wouldn't be, um, but it just so happens that our customers have uh, have flown out to Cape Town, which is really cool to know. And um, yeah, so today's not a bank holiday in the UK. Um, today's like the kind of start of the year, if anything. It's it's a hard one to describe because today's the first Monday of September, so everybody's back to school. Um, there's a definite sense in the office and everywhere really in the in the UK, I think, and Ireland that, you know, this is game time and it's it's time in the run up to Christmas and Halloween and all that good stuff. And goodness, the year just kind of rolls past you um, at times. It's probably why it's really great that we're doing the PDG advertising podcast here because gives us a gives me a chance anyway to stop and slow down and have a think about what we're doing and go through some of the awesome things that we have uh, that we have been up to so if you've been following us um we have introduced a new team member so we've had anthony for quite a while now and he's doing great and um, we've introduced a new team member nicole into pdg advertising and just starting to really get into a good um good groove with how we're working um working together well i'm providing direction on where we're going but um, we're making a lot of decisions together and learning how we're working together and seeing who's good at what and, and how we can go forward and it's resulted in us creating some pretty cool proposals to go out to uh to prospective customers and also some pretty cool um, adverts that we've created and some cool copy that we've created for our, our adverts as well. So I guess one of the most important things in PDG advertising is just keeping in mind three things and it's customer growth, brand awareness and quality of service. And I don't think in an advertising agency if you use those three things to make decisions that you can go far wrong. But for anybody that's been following from 
PDG Advertising Podcast episode one, I don't think anybody had started at that point. I'm pretty sure that Anthony was just starting off or hadn't started yet. And we brought on, I brought on Anthony. Before that, it was just me. And um, we've moved offices since that. And now we've taken on a new person and we've taken on more customers. And it's just a... Feels like a good place to good place to be and a good place to work from. Look, we've got a long, long way to go, and we're nowhere near perfect just yet. We're very rough and ready, but I think it's kind of funny because I think these are the these are likely the good times. I think there are times coming in the future that are going to be quite tough, and there are going to be things that get in our way and and things that cause problems. But um. Right now, when we're small, when we can work on things and we can really get into things, it's it's how the business is formed, I guess, and um, it's just a very interesting, very uh, very exciting time. So I thought moving forward that with the PDG advertising podcast that I would try to put a little bit of structure into the format of the podcast. So. I think maybe the first little while is probably going through a couple of things that are going on in the PDG advertising universe and any big updates or any big things that are going on. And then after that, I think it's important to share some industry news or share what's going on, what's important in digital advertising. And that that's what we're going to do today in a little bit. We're going to talk about automation in digital advertising it's a huge topic and it's something that's very important and it's something that kind of kind of sneaked in to uh online advertising and it's really cool it makes it easier to do online advertising but you got to be aware of it in order to do it to the best of your ability or to the best of anybody's ability and and that's something that we'll talk about but there'll be other topics that will come up like little um pieces about Maybe people in the industry, maybe platform specific things, maybe, you know, one episode is devoted to MailChimp, one episode is devoted to um, Twitter, uh, Facebook ads, anything like that. But today we've talked a little bit about, you know, what's going on in PDG and then now we'll talk a little bit about um, automation. And one of the reasons that we're going through automation today is... I think I was trying to search for something that would add value to the to the audience and to the audience, to you who's listening to this. And if you want to add value to your business or if you want to be a better marketer, then some of the things that we're going to go through on this podcast over time should really, really help you because it's taken me a long time to learn them. And... We're not necessarily mastering them, but we know that they're working right now. And I think that that's pretty valuable. I don't know about you, but I don't learn really, really well with people teaching me things. I learn about, I learn by hearing what other people are doing and by trying it out myself. So I wonder if this will be helpful for you and your business. And it'd be really cool if like you tried out some of the methods that we're talking about here or, um, or you could tell us a different way of doing it that's even better. We'd love, we'd definitely love that too. So how this came about was I wanted to give a little bit back and 
I wanted to show off what we're doing uh, for some customers, some things that are working. And that's brought me to talking about automation. So today I've created a blog post about automation as well. I'm going to go through some of the points in it here. But the thing is, it's pretty fluid and it's not, you know, there's there's a million ways that I could talk about automation. I'm just trying to pick out the most practical aspects of of automation in digital advertising and i've created a blog post on it our proofreaders just proving it right now it'll probably be up live just after the uh podcast episode 57 58 is out and we will uh, excuse me <laughs> there you go hiccup on the podcast incredible so yeah episode 57 so the blog will probably be out just after that but anyway let's let's get down to it so Digital advertising automation. Yeah, I mean, as an agency, we deliver adverts across 12 clients um, to four continents to, to over 500,000 people a week. And whenever you do advertising at that scale, you end up picking up what's working and what isn't working. And that, that's kind of by default. But, you know, just by being over that amount of adverts, that you're sending out um you just learn things i guess if you liken it to if you're a welder if you're welding 100 different things to different metal pieces every day you get pretty good at it i think there's something about there being um you need 10,000 hours at anything before you end up being good and i mean there's there's no way that we haven't put in 10,000 hours hours yet um to uh to pdg advertising you know so many more hours than that but the other reason it's just because we love digital advertising and love adapting what we do to to a very shifting movable um landscape and and the, one of the biggest trends that i'm seeing right now is is automation and i'm not sure if it's the biggest trend or the coolest trend but it's one that's certainly impacting what i do on a on a daily basis and i mean we Basically, automation is a process that is undertaken by a machine, computer, rather than a human. So a good, a good example, one that I always love is um, an automatic door. So a door that whenever you walk up to it, it senses you walking up to it and it opens automatically and you can walk through. There's so many advantages to that. One is... You can walk through the door without touching it. You're not going to catch any diseases or ger or germs from the uh, from the handle. I know that's pretty un unlikely, but you get my point. You don't have to take that effort to open the door. It's just opening automatically for you. The person that's you know owns the door doesn't have to clean the door as much, assumedly, and it's a smoother, more frictionless experience to walk through the door if it's opening automatically. Now. Let's use that same example with that door opening. Things go wrong. There's nothing more frustrating than whenever you walk up to an automatic door and it doesn't open you know, fast enough for you and you have to stand waiting on it and you don't really know what's going on and the door could even stop there and it might not even work. So that's a problem as well. And, and that kind of automation is... Um, those kind of problems with automation aren't unique to door to automatic doors opening. They happen in what we're about to talk about now. And what we are about to talk about now is automation... In digital advertising and automation in digital advertising is is 
very, very um, sophisticated, very futuristic, and I can't wait to tell you about what's what's uh, going on. So let, let me take a step back. So before, whenever you were doing advertising on Facebook, now look, there's a bit of haze in here. If you know anything about Facebook adverts, you'll know that what I'm about to talk about has been around for a long time. It, there is something happened in September that means that it's becoming much, much more prevalent. But let's take a step back first. Before we had objective-based adverts, so before we could um, use a conversion objective on Facebook ads, we had to rely on traffic driving ads and on reach adverts. So adverts that, let's give you an example of if you put all of our ad, if you put an advert in front of a million people in a certain interest group on Facebook. So look, the example is if you're a, if you're a driving instructor and you're in a pretty big area and you want to get in front of all of the parents of um, 17 year olds in the area and you want to get in front of them in order for them to see your advertising and click on it and, and go through to your um, website and to make a, a booking on your website you would have to advertise to basically all of the 17 year olds in the area and you would do that through a traffic advert or an objection or a sorry a reach advert so you, you would basically be just trying to put in front of as many people as possible um reach adverts would just try to get in front of as many people traffic adverts would try to get in front of the people that um would click and and that is that was automation in itself but a less sophisticated form of of what exists now um and imagine if you had a hundred pounds to spend and you were just spending on who could click out of maybe if there were 10,000 people in the audience, then your traffic advert would go out to as many of those 10,000 people as possible, irrespective of whether they were likely to actually purchase. Now what Facebook knows and now the objective adverts are that you can pick an objective that says Facebook Put my advert in front of those people that is li that are likely to actually purchase or likely to make a booking and and to me that's pretty incredible so that automation that knowledge on in the database based on people's actions based on people's activities are um is, is pretty pretty incredible and it, it honestly makes digital advertising easier <laughs> it should make it like shooting fish in a barrel don't get me wrong remember the um, door analogy it can go wrong it's it's not something that the door the automatic door can break or you can bid too highly and waste your money or you can bid too low and then your adverts don't run but all in all on balance it's a pretty good way to go about um, putting adverts in front of people from a digital marketing point of view um, I don't even think the people that are getting the adverts lose out I think everybody wins there you're only showing the people that are actually in need of um of what you have i've got to say the driving instructor example is always a really i always love that one because if you don't like advertising you don't like online adverts then it's possible that you know you think they're all evil but what could possibly be evil about having a good offer as a driving school and putting it out there through facebook ads getting it to the right people people clicking on it and then um getting a driving lesson maybe even at a discount i don't see what could be wrong with that so it's not only that facebook can pick out who 
are the most likely to take up your offer or buy your product or put in their email address into your website. It's not just that. You can actually create your own automation within Facebook. So if if you have £100 to spend and you specify that you only want to pay £10 for someone to purchase your product, let's say your product costs £100 and your profit margin is something like £50, then you're actually probably going to be okay with spent with paying a lot more than £10 for a purchase. And if you want to work at scale, then if you want to do it that way, then you can put in a rule that says if I get a purchase for £10, for less than £10, then increase the budget, spend more and keep doing that until um, my threshold, until the predetermined threshold that I set runs out. So you can create your own automation using these conversion advert objectives. It's so cool and it's really revolutionary. And I don't hear it being talked about massively in advertising circles. I don't hear it being talked about in news, in, um, in, uh, in you know, advertising outlets in Belfast. I definitely don't. Not even sure I hear it in London. Or maybe my ear isn't just to the ground, but um, that's something I'll be looking for in the, uh, in the future. So there's another place that automation is, is really um, intriguing us and interesting us and, and proving some results. It's in Google Shopping. So whenever you do a search for a product that you want, nowadays on Google, <laughs> before you even get to a website, there are shopping adverts that, that show these products up for you. And there's a bidding war going on in the background for those. But there's a little bit of automation in what's called a Google Smart Shopping Campaign where Google can present your um, shopping feed, your products, to people that are most likely to purchase them across the internet. It, there's a downside to it. You can't really manipulate these adverts as well as you can with a normal shopping campaign, um, but we've seen results. The thing is, we don't feel that you can scale the results and we feel that there's likely some spillage in there, but if you're just starting out and you just wanna make a few sales or a few conversions, then, um, smart shopping campaigns is definitely something to, to look into and and all of it is based on automation and it's all based on an artificial intelligence on Google's side and goodness knows they're 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 the masters of it at the moment well I don't know if they're the masters of it but to me they're the masters of it out of my spectrum of people that I know um they do it pretty well I mean look at the way that whenever you type in something in Google Google finishes the sentence for you without you ever having typed it in before um and that's why I was saying before that these things are kind of sneaky the way that they're coming in. The way that these, um, the way that these uh, innovations, these things make it a little bit easier. It's always a little bit easier. But if, if I look now at the advert sophistication between now and whenever we started advertising on Facebook and Google, it, there's a chasm. There's an absolutely huge level of, I mean, there was literally two placements on Facebook, there, there wasn't even, um, I don't even think there was adverts allowed on Instagram. Um, at least there were special people that were allowed on Instagram. And then every couple of months, something something creeps in. Every couple of months, something else gets added to the, the Facebook landscape. Every couple of months, there's another um, object, uh, objective advert. Uh, there's another objective advert. <laughs> conversion objective added or every you know little while there's a change to the 
interface or or business manager comes along for Facebook. It's just little subtle changes over time. And whenever you look at them like over a year or if you look at the week on week, nothing much changes, but if you look back six months or you look back a year, it it's a huge there are huge leaps and there are huge changes and the direction of travel seems to be um more automation, ease of use, make it easier for the advertisers, um get them to their customers quicker um and easier. And and I think that's kind of cool. Um I wonder does that mean that Facebook is made for the advertisers or made for the users? Facebook have always said it's made for the users, but um you gotta wonder because of all the little changes that keep on happening. It's obvious that there are some serious eyes on on Facebook ad, ads manager. Why wouldn't there be? Um it's it's a massive moneymaker for them. So I mean what's gonna happen in the in the future? I think the the Facebook example is pretty incredible because like what is the next step from Facebook looking at a million people and saying that person's likely to buy, that person's likely to buy? Is it where they know is it where products come to your house in advance of you actually purchasing them? Because you just and you being happy with that because you knew that you would have ordered it at some point. Is that already happening with these Tide Pod things and um Amazon subscriptions or or is there some leap that needs to happen there? If I had to predict something, it would be something innovative that brings us another step in terms of not having to do anything to buy stuff. That would be my prediction. I don't know what that is, but if you look at you know the way that advertising has gone and the friction that's being taken out of having to make decisions, um, I think that's where we are where we are headed. But who knows? Let's see in a year. Let's see in a year. So everyone, that was quite an intense um, session of the PDG Advertising Podcast, episode uh, 50, 57. Look, I really appreciate all of our new um, listeners. Um, subscribe and, you know, I'd love you to subscribe and I'd love you to make comments and let us know what you think or let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about on this. Um, got big plans for the podcast in the next coming you know, days and, and weeks, so I'm really looking forward to creating new episodes for you and i look forward to uh tomorrow's episode so have a great night whatever you're doing on or day whatever you're doing on labor day whatever you wherever you are and here's the great september for everyone and i will speak to you soon